one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. My parents were finally going out that day. It was only to pick up the groceries, but it was still a big deal for me. They never left my side. I was always in the presence of either mom or dad or both. I didn't get why they were so protective of me. They were protective to the extent they never let me leave the house. I was always inside the house looking out the window. I felt like Rapunzel in her tower sometimes. When I looked out the window, I saw kids playing, running towards school buses and whatnot. When I asked my parents why I couldn't be like other children, they always had an excuse. They even counter-questioned me. What if you get lost or kidnapped? But before we move on, like this video, hit that subscribe button and activate the notification bell. This will let you live 20 amazing years longer. Trust me, it works. One day, when I was about 7, I saw my dad talking on the phone near the window. I went to him and said in my baby voice, "Dad, I want to go to school." He stopped talking and hung up the phone. He looked at me and I saw his face was going red. Although he didn't say a word, I knew he was getting angry. At that moment, my mom came rushing in and said, "We are homeschooling you. Don't bother your dad. If you have any questions, ask me." I had been scared of my dad ever since to that day, and I was already in my teens. That was why I always did what they said. I behaved, stayed inside the house, and never bothered my dad. I had only been out two or three times on the grocery run with my mom. That time too. Her eyes were fixed at me like a hawk. That was why when they left to go out, it was a relief for me. I could finally be alone. I could get a sense of privacy and freedom even though it's inside a house. Usually, when I was alone, I like exploring the house. I thought that was the only way I could figure out why my parents were so protective and why my dad was so angry. I had searched the attic and even my parents' rooms a few times before, but I couldn't find anything. That day, I was facing my fears and going down the basement. It was scary down there, but I hoped I would find something. I turned on the lights of the basement, headed down there. 
Even with the lights on, this is scary, I said to myself. But I was right. There were so many things there. Some of the things looked way too old. There was this old television, my old crib, and so many papers. I started going through the papers. It looked like some kind of bookkeeping of money, and there were so many names. Are my parents taking money from people, I thought? As I was going through a huge box of papers, I felt something hard in there. It was another rather smaller box. I opened it and saw that it was filled with videotapes. Five to be exact. I was not very much interested in them until I saw one of them was labeled. It said, Claire Baker's Debt. As soon as I read that, I knew something was in there that I needed to figure out. First, I needed to check if that old TV still worked. I plugged it into a switch and turned it on. Then I popped the videotape in. I was shocked at what I saw. On the television screen, there were my mom and dad. My mom was holding a baby, and my dad was pointing a gun at someone's head. It was a man, and there was another woman. They were both down on their knees. The woman was crying. She was saying, Please don't take my baby girl from me. I will find some other way to pay you back. My mom started speaking. You've had your chance, Claire. You don't get another. You should know after all these years in mob business. Then my dad spoke. We will sell her when she is old enough. Your debt will then be reimbursed. Don't come looking for her or even think about contacting the police. Otherwise, we will kill her and then you. The tape popped out. My whole world crumbled in front of me. I couldn't believe what I just saw. My parents were mobs. At that moment, it hit me. They were not even my parents. I was that baby in the video, and they were talking about selling me. I was kidnapped. I was raised by my kidnappers. I heard the sound of my fake parents' car. Oh no, they're back. I hurriedly put all the things back to where they were, but I had to take the videotape so I put it in my pocket. I ran to the basement door, closed it, and headed upstairs to my room. Right when I was about done walking up the stairs, my fake mom opened the door. She saw me and asked, What were you doing downstairs? I was so scared. After all the things I saw, I was horrified of who they were. I wanted to cry, but I didn't want them to suspect anything. In a shaky voice, I replied, I was in the kitchen to drink some water. Okay, don't get out of your room unless we're here for the next time, she said. I rushed to my room and closed the door. I was just catching my breath when I remembered. I forgot to turn off the basement lights. They would end me if they found out. I sat on my bed, scared, and I started to think. All those times, I did everything they said because they were my parents. Or at least I thought so. I didn't want to hurt or disappoint them. But not anymore. I made up my mind that when night falls and when my fake parents are fast asleep, I will escape. I sat there, pacing back and forth. My eyes were fixated at the clock. One after another, hours passed. It was getting darker outside. The kidnapper mom brought dinner to my door, knocked and left. I went out and brought in the food and ate it. I knew I would need it. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Energy, if I were to escape... I waited till it was almost midnight. I put on my hood and tied my shoes to my bag. I didn't want to put them on until I got out. I didn't want to risk them hearing the footsteps. I slowly opened my door and tiptoed to their room. The front door had a security lock code. My only way was through the back door and my fake mom had the keys to it. They were both fast asleep. I saw the keys on her bedside table. I tiptoed there, grabbed the keys very gently, making no noise at all. I tiptoed back and slowly closed the door. It was dark, but I didn't hit anything as I walked only around the house all my life. I was a little happy that my escape plan was coming together so well. I was almost out of the house. There was only one door in between my freedom. I inserted the key and tried to open the door, but it wouldn't open. I tried again and again. It was bright all of a sudden. Someone turned the lights on. Now where do you think you're going? It was my fake dad. I turned around in horror. He came towards me and grabbed my hands. I started screaming, let me go, let me go. Then the fake mom entered. Do you think we're fools? We know you went down to the basement. What did you find? Tell us. I know you're not my parents. You are bad people, I cried. That's good. We don't have to keep up the act anymore, she said. The fake dad pushed me up to my room and threw me in. I landed on the floor. Before closing the door, he said in a monstrous tone, Soon, we will use you for the reason we took you. Very soon. I didn't move from that spot. I lied right there and kept on crying and crying. I cried about how unlucky I was and how I could do nothing about it. I fell asleep right there at some point. The next morning, I woke up. It was cold and my eyes were puffy after all the crying. I watched the sun ray enter my room slowly. I am not going to give up, I whispered to myself. I heard some noises coming from downstairs. I went down to see those kidnappers were setting an alarm system and security lock code on the back door as well. 
I went to my room and kept myself locked in for the whole day that day. I thought of a hundred things I could do to escape, but nothing was good enough. The next day, I was sitting in my room. I was out of ideas, hungry, and drained of energy. I heard something outside the window. It was the neighbors. They were all outside playing. With all the energy left in me, I started screaming at them. Help! Help! There's a fire! I'm locked in my room! One man came running towards our house to help. I knew this was it. I put on my shoes, unlocked my room, and went towards the stairs. The man rang the bell, and the fake mom opened the door. She let him come inside. I knew that that was the last chance I would ever get if I wanted to escape. I ran downstairs and out the door in a flash and kept on running and running and running. I stopped when I felt I have come far enough from that house. I didn't know what to do next. I hadn't planned for that. I was confused. I was outside a cafe. Someone was waving to me from the inside. It was a boy of my age. He signed me to come in. I didn't know what to do, so I went in. He asked me to sit, and so I did. You look lost, he said. Can I eat your donut? I was so hungry I couldn't even focus on anything else. Sure, go ahead, he said. He looked kind. After some time, I realized that I had that videotape in my pocket. I took it out and said to him, Can you find Claire Baker's address for me on your computer? Well, you're in luck. I will do it, he said. After a couple of minutes, he showed me the screen of his computer with a couple of pictures. Which one, he said. I looked at it and pointed at that lady that looked like the one in the videotape. It seems she changed her name to Claire James a few years ago. But I have her address, he said. He wrote it on a piece of paper and gave it to me. I thanked him and assured him we'll meet someday in the future. Then I left. I was walking toward the bus station when a man suddenly stopped his car in front of me. He was a stranger. He popped his head out the window. Do you need a ride to somewhere, sweetheart? He said. I thought I met another kind person and asked him if he could take me to the bus station. He said he would, so I got into his car. But as soon as I got into his car, he turned it around. He pulled up his phone and said to someone, I have her. I was terrified. I started screaming and kicking. I kept on kicking and hitting him. He lost his balance, so he stopped the car. I opened the door. Got it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Out and ran for my life. He was following me in the car and I could hear it behind me. I saw a police car and ran towards it. I knocked on the door and the policeman came out. The car that was following me speeded off. I told the policeman everything. I was out of my breath. The policeman assured me that I was safe. He even gave me a ride to my real parents' house. I reached the house. It was big and beautiful. I rang the doorbell. A lady opened the door. 
the same one from the videotape. I pulled out the videotape from my pocket and showed it to her. She looked at me and hugged me instantly. I will never lose you again, baby, she said. Thanks for watching. Do you think your parents are your real parents? Let us know in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe and check out other videos on the channel.